Hello, I'm Dana Ford, head coach of the Tennessee State Tigers men's basketball team. And I'd like to invite you to be a part of the Rebound Foundation game that takes place February 16th at the Gentry Center at 8 p.m. Central and can be seen on ESPNU. The mission of the Rebound Foundation is to provide the necessary building blocks for women and children recovering from domestic violence. You can make a contribution without being at the game at pledgeit.org, TSU Rebound Challenge. To find out more information about the Rebound Foundation, visit www.thereboundfound.org. You can also follow us on social media at the handle The Rebound Foundation. Help the Tigers stand up against domestic violence by pledging to end it. For all your photo, video, and voiceover needs, check out the fine folks at Blu-ray Productions. They will take good care of you. If you don't believe me, you can see for yourself. Check out their work at BlueberryProductions.tv, the Facebook page, Blueberry Productions. Also, a Vimeo page, a YouTube page, and it's Blueberry, B-L-U-B-E-R-R-Y, prod on Twitter. Check them out today. Blueberry Productions, great people, great work, great service. Fantasy football season is fast approaching, and if you're looking for an edge this season, you need to contact the guys at Draft Day Consultants. The concept is a simple one. Draft Day Consultants takes your requests and connects you with one of their trusted analysts, who then guide you through your draft, whether you just need a sounding board on decisions or if you need them to conduct your entire draft. Draft Day Consultants has you covered. Every one of their consultants has a proven track record of success and have conducted hundreds, even thousands of mock drafts. Thanks to this year-round research and analysis, the guys at DDC have an unmatched understanding of player values. So gain an edge on your league mates this season by hitting up DraftDayConsultants.com. That's www.DraftDayConsultants.com. Now get after it, fantasy footballers. Hip-hop fans, I got a great album for you. The debut album from Family Grind ENT, True Speech, and 313 Fresh. We're going to give you two discs, 33 songs of pure, genuine hip-hop. Albums available on iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, IllStreetRex.com, and streaming live right now on Rhapsody, Beats Music, Spotify, Xbox Music, Slacker Radio, and SoundCloud. Check them out today, True Speech and 313 Fresh, Family Grind ENT. Believe in it, get it. Jared the Boss Man Show, exclusive interview for you here with Donnie Tindall, uh, one of my good friends, one of the good friends of the show. Uh, he's going to talk to us about his NCAA case and why it's still pending and what's been going on with it. And I also want you guys to read an article about Dan Woken in USA Today today about this interview I'm doing right here with Coach Tindall today so you can get your background about, the, about this situation with Coach Tindall. He should be coaching somewhere, but I'm glad he's still my friend. And by the way, he's still my friend and my brother. Coach, how you been, man? I'm doing well, Jr. I'm, uh, as you know, in Toronto with the Raptors D League team, assistant coach with uh, Coach Stackhouse, who's a fantastic young coach, just doing a great job. And 
I'm enjoying it, learning a lot. I don't like this cold weather. I'll be honest about that, but I, I like the NBA game and, and learning a great deal, Jr. And what is Coach Stackhouse like? I know you've been a head coach. It's hard to go from a head coach to an assistant coach. How's that transition been for you? Go doing that. But how's Coach Stack been for teaching you about the NBA game and, and what you've been learning so far? You take back to college basketball once you go back, as I believe you will. Well, I, I think this Coach Stackhouse, first of all, he's forty-two years old, so he's a young guy. This is his first time being a head coach at the professional level. He coached some AAU ball, but. He's a guy that spent 18 years in the NBA, Jr. and he didn't just go to the gym and play and go back home. This guy studied the game. He learned from his coaches. You can tell he absorbed everything like a sponge, and he doesn't even even come close to seeming or being like a first-year head coach. This guy is prepared. He's organized. He's detailed. He's got unbelievable rapport with the players. But he's tough on them, and he holds them accountable, which is what a good head coach does. So he's been very, very impressive. He was the D-League Coach of the Month last month, certainly well-deserved. We're in first place in our side of the league. And, and uh, he, he's a guy that, in my opinion, is going to be a NBA head coach in the very near future. I really believe that. And so, Coach, what have you seen for us, the difference in, in the game, for the NBA game and the college game? What's been the biggest difference you've seen so far since your time with Coach Stackhouse and the Raptors 905 team? Well, I, I think, you know, there's a few things that are that are different. The, the first thing is defensively with the rules being like they are, you have to game plan schematically different than you do in college. You can't just stand in the paint and clog the lane up. And then offensively, because of those rules, spacing is so important. The three-point line is, is higher on the floor at this level. Obviously, it's a, a longer distance in the NBA game. But guys make these shots so easily behind the arc that the spacing is, is so much uh, needed and is so important because uh, as you space the floor to get to these shooters, now you open up driving lanes and driving angles for guys to put it on the floor and attack the rim, draw fouls, et cetera. And then I think the other thing is just the pace and the tempo. You know, my team's always played fast and up-tempo in college, but the speed and the shorter shot clock in which the game is played at this level, it's not even close how much faster it is in the NBA or in the D-League compared to college. And do you think, Coach, once you go back to coaching, I said, I believe you'll be back in coaching soon. I, I hope this is overturned. We'll get to it next. But do you feel once you go back to college coaching and college basketball, you can take, take these, all these tools you learned with Coach Stackhouse and the NBA game and incorporate it in your, in your college team now, or you can go back to how you used to coach when you was in, in the college game previously? Well, I think that there's no question about it. I would take some of the things that I've learned. I've, I know this. I'm a better coach having spent three months at this level than I was, uh, you know, this summer before I came. There's no ands, ifs, or buts about it. Some of the things I've learned uh, would help me tremendously at the college level. I don't think all of the things you do at this level translate, but I certainly think that some would. And, and I think that you, if you incorporate them into your style of play or your system, uh, you know, you got to have great players to, to, you know, to handle the game plan you give them. Uh, but the bottom line is I have learned a lot. There's certainly some things. I would take back to college, but you know, I don't know if I'll go back. Even if I had the chance, JR, I really love what I'm doing. I'm learning a lot and uh, I do miss being a head coach, but on the flip side, the NBA is, uh, is very intriguing to me right now in my career. 
Folks, we got Donnie Tindall here on the Boss Man. So let's interview with Donnie Tindall talking about his case and his new team, the Raptors up there, Raptors 905. Check them out, NBADLeague.com. Check them out, see what they're doing up there in Toronto. Now, Coach, speaking of your your, your cases, we're still hanging over your head, Coach, and I read Dan Walken's story in USA Today to prepare for his talk, talk with you. Your appeal's in September, Coach, and you ain't got a decision yet. So I just wanted to ask you, What's the status of this appeal, and why would you you or your lawyer hurry anything back? Because I'm like, you had the appeal after Labor Day, and now it's in January, heading to February, and we haven't even got a peep about what's going on with you and your cases. I've seen other cases with show causes being completed, but why is Donnie Tindall still hanging out there in the wind, just you know, just floating like, like you don't matter? Well, I don't know. I wish I could explain that. You know, I think this whole case uh, has been botched from the very beginning. I think that the the, uh, the committee on infractions and investigators know what they did to me was wrong based on the evidence they did not have. There was no proof of my involvement in any way, shape, or form, and uh, and they know that, and and they know that this thing is heading to, uh, toward the federal court if it's not overturned and. And I just pray to God every night that those four people on the appeals committee do what's right, not not what favors me, not what uh, you know I hope for. Just do what's right because if they do what's right, this thing will be overturned. There's been three or four cases that have came out since my hearing uh, in early September, and and all these coaches are walking away scot free. There was an academic situation, very much to what happened, like what happened at my place at Southern Miss at. Cal State Northridge, their coach walked away without a suspension, without a show cause, without a, uh, a even a coach control penalty. And there's been two or three other cases like that. So I wish I could explain it. Uh, you know, for whatever reason, my case was dealt with uh, differently from the very beginning. The penalty given out was different than any case like it. Uh, and, and now we're sitting here 19, 20 weeks in and still haven't heard anything in the in regard to the decision. So it's frustrating. I just try to stay focused on, on my duties and responsibilities here with the Raptors D league team and, uh, you know, let the chips fall where they may. But again, if, if this thing's not handled correctly, there's only one more place to go and, and that's going to be the federal court. And, uh, and I'm not going to give up and won't relent until this thing is, is, is right. And nor should you And reading the story from Dan Wolken out, this is the story of people, Google this story about Dan Walker. You said today about Coach Tindall. This is where I'm getting these information, information from, so please read that story so you know where I'm talking about when I'm going to ask him next. Uh, per your lawyer, you have 40 people state that you had no knowledge of the allegations brought against you. Now, when you have that many people said, saying one thing in your favor, how can NCAA impose a penalty they did against you when – 40 people saying one thing and one guy saying one thing. To me, it smells like they was out to get you, out to make an example out of you. And is that how you and your lawyer feel? And just being in that situation, you have all these guys saying this in your favor. One guy is pushing this fraudulent narrative, and it now now it's ruined your career for, for right now. Well, and don't forget the one guy that said what he did had already lied to the NCAA on two separate occasions, Jr., and then cut a deal for full immunity to not get a show cause to say what he did about me. But, 
you know, to answer your question, the reason I think the penalty I was given is what it is, is, is the fact that they cost me my job. When Adam Howard told them the night before what he was going to say on the record that the next day, the NCAA called Dave Hart, told him what Adam Howard had said and what he was going to say the next morning at 10 a.m., and Dave Hart fired me at 7 a.m. So they know that they caused Dave to fire me. That's the bottom line. And what that's called, I've learned through all this, is they became a state actor, an institution, uh, meaning a public institution, a state institution cannot partner with another state institution, that's Tennessee and the NCAA, and cause a guy his job without due process. And I never got due process. The investigation wasn't even concluded when they basically cut a deal with Dave Hart to fire me at Tennessee. And so when that happened and then they go on to investigate these things that were said and find out they're not true and did not include me in any way. Now they're like, Holy cow, we cost this guy his job and $10 million. If we don't, if we don't put a major penalty on him, we're going to look foolish. So now they throw out this foolish 10 year show cause in reality, they look even more foolish because cases just like mine Guys are walking away without even getting a coach control penalty. So I think I think what's happened is is they know from the beginning they screwed this thing up. Uh, they cost me my career, my job at Tennessee. Had no proof, no documentation of any kind. Forty to one, forty people saying I had nothing to do with this. And in the ten year show cause, there's really nothing they can do to get this right except for to completely overturn it. That's the only thing they can do to even somewhat make it okay. And, and, and that's not going to help me recoup the millions of dollars I lost. So it's, it's been crazy from the very beginning, but there's no doubt. And, you know, and, and that doesn't even get to the Southern Miss side where Southern Miss and uh, the NSA cooperated together and became a state actor on that side when they knew academic misconduct was still going on months after I'd left Southern Miss and they hid that from me in the investigation and they hid that from us in the hearing with the committee on infractions. So all these things that have been done, uh, that's been illegal, unethical and, and, and not morally correct on their side. And they make me uh, paint me out to be this villain when it's just the opposite. It sounds like a good case of collusion, which is illegal and conspiracy. You ask me, because I mean, like, had they supported you and been thrown an investigation, you wouldn't lost this money. You wouldn't have had a harsh penalty. You wouldn't lost your dream job. People wouldn't think you you are a crook or a villain, and you're not. And I find myself all the time telling people that you're not what they Google, when they Google you. That that's that's not true. I know the man personally. It's not how he is. He's a great guy. Don't read what you read on Google. So, Coach, for the people out there who don't know you as the way I, I know you and John knows you, tell them who you really are as a person. People always ask me, is he really cool? Is he, he, he's, he's a cheater. And I know he's not. So, Coach, I want you to get a time view to tell people about you. Well, you know, I, I mean, the biggest thing is I, I'm a father and a Christian man first and foremost. And I'm not perfect, never have been, and never will be. But, you know, I'll give you an example of the two places I coached uh, before Tennessee, Moorhead State and Southern Miss. Uh, the nickname uh, of our arena uh, in, in the campus community became Kendall Town. So I don't think you, you get that type of popularity if you're not doing good things around the campus, if you're not doing good things in the community. 
I've graduated 26 of my 27 seniors that have been in my programs at three different schools over nine years of being a head coach. We've won in one big everywhere we've been except Tennessee. We went 16 and 16, but we were picked dead last in the league and, and uh, you know, certainly uh, did much better than anyone thought we did would do. We overachieved in a big, big way that one year. And so we, we've done a lot of good things in a lot of different ways. Always been involved with the community. Uh, again, graduated our players, treat people with respect. And uh, it's just disappointing that the one thing most people know about me now is this NSA situation as opposed to, to all the good we've done. And and that goes back to what you said. Not only did they cost me my job and millions of dollars, but my reputation and, and the things they put in the allegations, which they knew without any question were untrue, but they put them in there anyway just to get me judged and, and kind of uh, ruled by the media before my case even, even went to the Committee of Infractions. So it's it's been disheartening, disappointing, uh, but I've always told my young players, life uh, is going to hit you right in the mouth. You're going to face adversity. And I'm not saying I've dealt with it perfectly because I've had some dark, dark days. Trust me, Jr. But uh, I'm fighting away, trying to get through it. I'm back coaching, which is what I love to do, helping some young guys in hopes of, of reaching their ga- uh, goals and dreams to get to the NBA. And final one for you, Coach, this, like, what is your, what's, what, what is the reaction to you when you meet people out in public who know who you are? How's the reaction that you get from people when they come up and meet you out, out in person? Is it positive? Is it negative in light of this story? How's it been for you when people see you out and about? Well, you know, uh, in, in the Knoxville area, people were, were basically 100% saying things like, boy, Coach, we, we sure wish they would have supported you. We know this wasn't right. Uh, we loved what you're doing as a coach. We wish you were still here. You know, those type of comments. Now, you know, I know people behind a phone and a keyboard on Twitter and those things can beat you up pretty good, and, and, and that's part of it. But really, you know, people, I've had so many head coaches and athletic directors, even school presidents that I've known over the years, call me and say, what the NSA's done to you is dead wrong. Don't tolerate it. Fight it. Uh, don't give up, and, and, and I'm not going to give up, and it is dead wrong. But, you know, most of the people that know me know I'm a good person and a good character, and, and, and they know that for whatever reason I got the bad side of the deal on this and, and hopes that, that it turns around for me. Well, Coach, you know here, myself personally and John, I mean, you've been a lot to me off the air for things we talk about off the air as friends. And we don't, we don't discuss this at all. We discuss this life in general, you know, just being friends with each other. So I appreciate you for that. Sure what you've done for me in this radio program. Especially for just being who you are because, you know, you're a great dude, man. People didn't know that about you. And I'm glad I can help you out and, and talk to you about this. Hey, you come to me to want to come on my show and discuss your case with me. And I really appreciate that, Coach. Well, you got it, man. I appreciate you. And I know we haven't talked in a little bit, but uh, anytime we can – get together i get back this spring love to see you, and i enjoy being on your show and, and please tell john i said hello yes indeed folks it's darlington here on the boss man show please once again read the story in the u.s today with dan walken get get the, the read the facts about this man don't hear, hear what people tell you on twitter and certain media outlets they're wrong okay so that's coaching on the boss man show <laughs>
Hello, I'm Dana Ford, head coach of the Tennessee State Tigers men's basketball team. And I'd like to invite you to be a part of the Rebound Foundation game that takes place February 16th at the Gentry Center at 8 p.m. Central and can be seen on ESPNU. The mission of the Rebound Foundation is to provide the necessary building blocks for women and children recovering from domestic violence. You can make a contribution without being at the game at pledgeit.org, TSU Rebound Challenge. To find out more information about the Rebound Foundation, visit www.thereboundfound.org. You can also follow us on social media at the handle The Rebound Foundation. Help the Tigers stand up against domestic violence by pledging to end it. All your photo, video, and voiceover needs, check out the fine folks at Blu-ray Productions. They will take good care of you. If you don't believe me, you can see for yourself. Check out their work at blueberryproductions.tv, the Facebook page, Blueberry Productions, also a Vimeo page, a YouTube page, and it's Blueberry, B-L-U-B-E-R-R-Y, Prod on Twitter. Check them out today. Blueberry Productions, great people, great work, great service. Fantasy football season is fast approaching, and if you're looking for an edge this season, you need to contact the guys at Draft Day Consultants. The concept is a simple one. Draft Day Consultants takes your requests and connects you with one of their trusted analysts, who then guide you through your draft, whether you just need a sounding board on decisions or if you need them to conduct your entire draft. Draft Day Consultants has you covered. Every one of their consultants has a proven track record of success and have conducted hundreds, even thousands of mock drafts. Thanks to this year-round research and analysis, the guys at DDC have an unmatched understanding of player values. So gain an edge on your league mates this season by hitting up DraftDayConsultants.com. That's www.DraftDayConsultants.com. Now get after it, fantasy footballers. Hip-hop fans, I got a great album for you. The baby album from Family Grinding NC, True Speech, and 313 Fresh. We're going to give two discs, 33 songs of pure, genuine hip-hop. Albums available on iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, IllStreetRex.com, and streaming live right now on Rhapsody, Beats Music, Spotify, Xbox Music, Slacker Radio, and SoundCloud. Check them out today, True Speech, and 313 Fresh, Family Grind, ENT. Believe in it, get it. 